Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Do not love the world, my brother, and do not love the many things that are within the world. All that's in the world, my brother, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are not of God. Do not love the world, my brother, and do not love the many things that are within the world. All that's in the world, my brother, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are not of God. Whosoever is a child of God, is born of God, will overcome. Greater is he that is in you than in the world, you'll overcome. I am living in this world, but I'm not of the world. And so if I am a child of God, I'm born. I'll overcome. And so if I am a child of God, I'm born of God, I'll overcome. Don't be friends with the world, my sister. Don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? If anyone loves the world, my sister, we know that the love of the Father is not in him, is not in him. So if you make the world your friend, then you can never be a friend of God. Don't be friends with the world, my sister. Don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? If anyone loves the world, my sister, we know that the love of the Father is not in him, is not in him. So if you make the world your friend, then you can never be a friend of God. Whosoever is a child of God is born of God. Will overcome. Greater is he that is in you than in the world. 
I'm not of the world. And so if I am a child of God, I'm born of God, I'll overcome. Whosoever is a child of God, is born of God, will overcome. Greater is he that is in you than in the world, you'll overcome. I am living in this world, but I'm not of the world. And so if I am a child of God, I'm born of God, I'll overcome. And so if you are a child of God, you're born of God, you'll overcome. And so if I am a child of God, I'm born of God, I'll overcome. Hallelujah. Oh, a round of applause. Come on, put your hands together for the song ministration. Oh, a better round of applause with a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Wow. Whosoever is born of God shall overcome. I see you overcoming in the name of Jesus. There is no situation that can hold you back. You didn't hear what I said. I said there is no situation that will hold you back. Nothing can hold you back. Why? Because you are a child of God. Lift your hand and say, because I'm a child of God, no situation can hold me back. Say, I am an overcomer. Say, I am an overcomer. I am overcoming every situation and every circumstance because I am born of God. Put those two hands together and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. Sit on top of your enemies. Wow. Good afternoon, church. Oh, it's not yet afternoon. It's still morning. Good morning, church. I am very excited because Today we are about to experience an unusual anointing. Is that all you can do with those two hands? Hallelujah. You know, I believe strongly in the scripture that said that when he ascended, he gave gifts. And such is a gift that the Lord has blessed us with in the house this precious morning. Amen. This morning, God has sent one of our prophet's daughters in the house. Very anointed woman of God. Pastors, a very thriving and a very powerful a very vibrant church. Hallelujah. Take your time. You see, don't, don't try to 
intimidates me. <laughs> I mean, I've known her for many, 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 many years. She has been in the ministry for many, 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 many years. Very, very experienced minister of the word. Hallelujah. She's an itinerant minister, Macarius minister. Hallelujah. Ministers propagating the powerful books that our prophet has written. Hallelujah. Many, many, many ministers are being equipped. Many churches are being equipped. Many pastors are being equipped. And I trust that this morning you will be equipped. Hallelujah. She is a wife of one man. She doesn't practice polyandry. <laughs> Hallelujah. She's married to a very wonderful man I love so much. He's an archbishop. <laughs> hey. Like so. Hallelujah. And uh, she pastors a very thriving church in Kumasi, Ediasi. Fountain of Life. Very beautiful church. You know, when I went to the church, you see, that church, when you go there, even if you are not anointed, you will feel anointed. Oh, yes. Very beautiful church. Can you see them over there? Is that the church? Apophi. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And all three wonderful sons are in ministry. Hallelujah. Ministry. Not, not just in ministry, but are missionaries to Madagascar, to Gambia. Hallelujah. It is a great blessing to give birth to children and allow God to use them. It's a great blessing. Amen. And um, this morning, I want you to open your heart, open your spirit, allow God to minister to you because there is a strange anointing in the house and you have to take advantage of that anointing. Hallelujah. With Jesus' joy, giving honor to whom honor is due. Hallelujah. We are going to say nothing is impossible this time. Amen. Let's welcome Episcopal Sister Joy Philippine Blues.
Adults, but adults also shout, and adults don't only shout at the children, shout for the Lord, and adults also jump. And if you can run a few steps, it will help. Come on, I said, get up. Father, we are so grateful. Thank you that you are our helper. You are our leader. We always have hope because of you. Thank you for giving us another day to rejoice in. Another service to worship you in. Another opportunity to share your way. To share fellowship together. We are grateful. Lord, have your way in this meeting. Holy Spirit, speak to us, oh God. And let your word be to us what we need. At this time. May I be only a vessel in your hands. Have mercy on me, oh God. And rather do what you will do. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Your bishop is somebody who is my brother. Bishop, <laughs> Amen. Amen. The Bible says that there's a friend that sticks up closer to than a brother. And this friend has been so close that he is a brother of a different kind. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I pray that you will find such a friend in your life. Hey, I said, I pray that you will find such a friend in your life. Hallelujah. He and his wife, Pam, have been friends of my family and my husband and I for many years. Many years. We go way back. And I need to tell you something that people will do for relationships what they will not do for money or anything. Please, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people think that, oh, I can pay for everything. But your money will have a limit. Yeah, it will have a limit. And I'm saying to you that people will do things for you based on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. more than what money can do for you and for me your pastor is your pastor and bishop is one of those people to me i want you to salute him this morning i want you to put your hands together the bible says give honor to whom honor is due and this morning we salute you bishop Atu. god bless you so much god bless you Thank you for being a friend and a brother. Yeah. We have not always been able to arrive. I remember his 50th birthday. I was so jealous. I was tired somewhere. I couldn't make it. But I knew that, you know, you're also a great house. God bless you so much. You know, things. pastors, I salute you this morning and I thank you for being here. Amen and amen. And if you're a member of this church, you're in a good place. Yeah. Hey, I said you're in a good place. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seat. Amen. Yeah, just as your, your bishop said, um, we are actually 
from Darkie Wood Mills Ministries moving around. So, church is one side and the other side, what takes us around are the books of our bishop. Amen. And I, I want to say before I start preaching that you have to hold those books close to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because in them is a lot of wisdom. Africans, we like to watch things. We don't like to read things. But in the Bible, I'm yet to see a word in there encouraging us to just watch a film. I haven't seen it yet. I'm still watching. (laughs) But I've seen a place where the books have spoken of so many times. It is true that God sometimes speaks to us in pictures which we call visions. But far more through books. And so make sure that you have the books and they will bless you. I didn't come here this morning. This morning I was just visiting my brother. It's not the books. (laughs) Hallelujah. But we are from somewhere going somewhere. We couldn't get back home. And so, yeah, we came to our home in Accra. And but it also gives me the opportunity to give you an opportunity. One of the best books our father has ever written is this one. Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. I mean, fruitfulness. We should be fruitful in many things. Yeah. But there are many things or many people who are not fruitful. Are you in the house? Yeah. Yeah. A tree that has no fruit is a mystery. (laughs) And you are a a tree. You didn't know. I said you are a tree. If you are speaking tree, is it not Nipedia? And if you are speaking guy, is it not Pomocho? The Bible too says you are God's tree. (laughs) 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 Pomocho. My translator is good. She's not, I was waiting to hear the girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so I want you to get a copy of this book at the end of the service. When I calculated the price of this book, the, lot, the dollar was still 10 Ghana, uh, uh, what, 10.6. Since I calculated it, it has become 12.2. So if you joke, the next time you see this book, you'll be buying for 40 CDs. It is the one who says 25 Ghana CDs for Jomen Kasa. You're poor. Because if I remember, no, the book was not printed here. We printed it and shipped it. Are you there? So if I remember the what's going on, the rate, you know, twenty-five cities, just two. It was just two dollars something. Now, if I multiply it now, are you in the church? Hey, you are not minding me this morning. Well, you don't like books. A student who doesn't like books fails. So a Christian who doesn't like books is also similar. Hallelujah. Another precious book that I, we have with us today. You see, these books are actually on the way somewhere. You are not inside. Yeah, we are preaching this week in Kaswa. From Kaswa, we are preaching in Ho. You know. So these books are meant for there. But we are past here. We have to deposit something. I have a copy of the most fantastic prayer book ever. Ever. Yeah. In fact, I've made up my mind that this Christmas, this is the gift that I'll give anyone I want to bless. The flow prayer book. Topics. 
Every demon that's walking around. Are we? Are you there? Oh. Oh. Flow prayer. You slept during half. No, but is it not true? We'll try. We'll wake up. It's not that we didn't try. Hey. Wake up now. You see, when I got the book, my brother, some of the chapters I said, ah, was I there when he left? <laughs> I'm the only one like that. I didn't, I didn't recognize some of the prayer topics. Hey. I said, when we were praying this one, was I there? This one is looking so new to me. How come? Please, especially the men, if you are, you have a home. You are the angel of your home. I said you are the angel of your home. You are the cover of your home. Get it. Every once in a while, marshal the family and lead some prayer. Prayer. Hallelujah. Are you in the church today? Hey. Hmm. I'm going to give you just one or two topics. Prayer for light. Mm. If you had light, you would have known that the dollar was going up to 12.2 before it got there. That's If you had light, you wouldn't have been marrying the person you married. Hey. Hello. Some jobs, Christ, not every job we take. If you had light, some jobs, you will not take it. Are you in the church? Plenty of prayer to secure angelic intervention. Prayer for escapes. Prayer against snares and traps. Amen. I should be selling this book to you at 120 Ghana cities, but it's not like that. It's less than even half. So just see them after service at the back and get your share. Hallelujah. Because we are just a blessing. The books are meant to bless. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But this morning, I'm here to share with you something that I shared in the first service, but which I have found myself arrested to the second service. And so, (laughs) I want to preach to you on enlarging your steps. Enlarge your steps. Enlarge your steps. Enlarge your steps. Another way of saying enlarge your step. Maybe I could ask you, what do you see? What do you see? See a little further. Yeah, a little deeper. Hallelujah. If you can see it, you can have it. Yeah. If you just take a step, you can do it. Many things in this life we are stopped because we can't really see it. And this morning, I want to share with you on enlarging your steps. You see, there's a way in which God does many things for us. And we can be tempted as believers to just sit in one place and wait for him to do them. Are are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. 
But when you read the scripture, now let's, let's, let's start at 2 Samuel 22. Charlie, this is your clock is great. <laughs> I don't have to calculate. I can see how long I have. <laughs> And as you are talking, it's like some people's petrol gauge. Second Samuel 22 and verse 37 says, Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, so that my feet did not slip. So when you read a scripture like this, you will figure that you will think that you will be lying down. Then you, then God will pick you up. Then he will make you stand. Then he will be moving your legs. But the truth that is behind the scripture is that David was already moving. He was doing something and the Lord enlarged his step. Are, are you following what I'm trying to say? Many times we find ourselves praying and we must pray. But at times the step that we need to take is what we don't take. Because of fear. What? Self-doubt. Laziness. Pitying yourself. I find a lot of young people who pity themselves and I wonder what is wrong with you. Are you there? David said, God, and he enlarges my steps. But let us look at some other scriptures that help us to understand the scripture. Because it wasn't that David was just sitting down. He was a man of action. I want to ask you what action is there in your life? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 6. I have planted Apollos watered but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything. Neither he who planted is nothing. Neither he that watereth but God that gave the increase. You see this scripture is acknowledging something one of our weaknesses in life is to believe that we have done something there are many things we cannot control hello there are many things we cannot control but we are tempted to say that we did it amen amen we are tempted to say we did when, when a couple have a child, they say we have a child. But the truth of the matter is that he planted and she watered. But God gave the increase. Until God gives you the increase. Nothing is going to happen. But the truth is also there. That if you go and you are married and you lie there, she's here. And he's also here. Charlie. You know, Prophet used to say that there's the greatest reason why people don't have children is that they don't sleep together. 
I was a child then. I thought, oh, really? I've come to see that the number one cause of infertility he is lying here and he is lying here no performance no performance I said no performance and the wives in the house are trying to frown at me I don't mind if you frown but no performance are you in the no it's real it's real hey there shall be you see so so even though paul is saying that the one who plants is nothing the one who waters is nothing he's tackling something don't don't misread him at all and that's why in the next verse he says now he that planted and he that watereth are one and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor this is just after he told us that you cry that you are planting you don't be anything you that you are watching you don't be anything but here he is telling us something that if you are going to have a reward it's according to what you have done this is our year of seed uh, seed and harvest what seed have you planted in order to reap to repeat hey you say you want to marry when they were planting seeds you brought 15 cities please 15 cities will use it to rent a, 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 a what do you call it wheelbarrow wheelbarrow we will bring it church in a wheelbarrow <laughs> <laughs> are you there you must plant something amen he says every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor very important I said very important Paul goes on further. You see, all these things is the same person writing them. Paul is writing it. But the same Paul. Same one who said that, oh, we are nothing. You see, understand his we are nothing. Because the truth is, we are nothing. I was asking the former service whether one hour from now, if they can tell what will happen. And everybody said no. No one said no. So in that regard, we are nothing. Are you seeing? We can't make something happen. However, we also have our part to play. Some of the things you are crying about and praying about, there are times when you haven't done your part. I said, there are times when you haven't done your part. Immediately, an example comes to mind. John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit shall remain. That whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. You have looked at the whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name. Mm. And it's not coming. And it's not coming. But it's not coming because the part you had to do. 
The part you had to do. That's what you haven't done. Are you are you with me in the house? So here you are, you are in a situation. And I came to say to you that there's something that you have to do in order to enlarge your steps. Many times our dreams are too small. I said our dreams are too small. Our actions are too small. But today, after today, after this service, you are going to do something more. Hallelujah. I said you are going to do something more. You are going to believe God for something more. Hallelujah. Let's read Paul again. Romans chapter 11. This is Paul speaking. When we think about Paul, we all think about a very successful minister. We think about a successful apostle. We think about somebody who accomplished a lot of things. But I need you to see that there was another side to Paul. When all the other uh, disciples were moving with Jesus, they experienced a lot of things. They saw the healings. They saw the feeding of the 5,000. They were there. They were there with the preaching of the, of the sermon on the mount. They went through so many things. So it's not surprising that when the Lord left them, they continued. It was not so with Paul. Paul was not there. The Paul was not there. In fact, when they decided to replace Judas, the criteria they chose, even if Paul had been around, he would not have been put there. Somebody who has accompanied with us from the beginning. Up until the time Jesus was taken. He is the one who became a pastor. And some of you, by this time, you should have been a pastor, but you say, I was not inside. I was not in this church at the time when they were meeting under a canopy. I wasn't there when they did this and they did that. So medias have come. I'm coming to sit buckle at the back. I don't like trouble. <laughs> Your situation is like Paul. Paul was even worse off. Because not only was he not part. But after Jesus, he was even fighting against what Jesus had done. Then he had some mysterious conversion. A conversion that we can't testify that he was converted. At least all the others, Peter, Andrew, James, John, all of them, Charlie, when they were calling them, come, let's be fishers. Somebody can say that, oh yeah, we're there, we heard it. (laughs) But Paul, it's only some other people who were following him who were there. And they didn't hear anything. They only saw the light. They saw the light. They saw him fall to the ground. And they saw him get up blind. That's all. That's all. Are you in the church? Sometimes when you're in the church, you feel like the, re- the rejected one. The one that nobody likes. The one that they don't, they don't give me salary when they are doing the, the part. I've been waiting to sing the sorrow. 
That's so rude. They didn't give me. <laughs> they didn't give me. I've even tried to find a wife. I proposed the first one. The first one she sorted me. The second one said she had not heard. The third one warned me. I mean, Charlie, I don't have any hope anywhere. So you see this corner that I've come to sit. Just leave me in this my corner. When even Paul started to preach, it's what they didn't want that they gave him. I said, it's what they didn't want. They were preachers to the Jews. They did not want to preach to the Gentiles. The Lord had even given Peter a vision for him to understand that he should go and preach to the Gentiles. He walked to Cornelius' house in Acts chapter 10, converted that one household and returned to the Jews. I'm done. So what people even got was the people are preaching they have in their cell group they have carpet sellers they have uh, curtain sellers they have by you they have sent you to the back of Ashama Ashama the bush road there's smoke around all the time from the rubbish bin that is burning what kiosk estate everybody lives in a kiosk the whole basenta when people are going to their basenta meeting they can dress by you when you are going to your basenta meeting we have boots and you need boots and you need some because chale even to reach the place and you wonder that me too am I called? Even the name of the place, Kra Wuferi, you are you are you are you are even shy to mention. You can't even say the name of the place. I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> what? You almost like oh many sanipo. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. You have gone to open your hairdressing shop when they ask you where. You say, oh, it's just behind here. But the truth of the matter is that if you were to describe the place and tell us when you have to direct somebody oh you see you be coming, it's around the gutter you are around the gutter, the public toilet is just to our right and then the watch is to the left and I'm just in the middle oh man what nobody wants what nobody wants the disciples didn't want the Gentiles, and that's what was left for Paul. But rather than bowing his head down, I said, rather than bowing his head down, rather than saying that I'm ashamed, look at what he says. Let's go to Romans chapter 11. I'm reading from verse 13. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. I magnify my office. Often we get there and we stop. I want to read it to you in another another version so that you understand it well. Romans 11. I'm going to read it in the Amplified Bible from verse 13. But now I am speaking to you who are Gentiles. Inasmuch then 
as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I lay great stress on my ministry and magnify my office in the hope of making my fellow Jews jealous in order to stir them up to imitate, copy, and appropriate, and thus managing to save some of them. He said, listen, I have been sent to the Gentiles. I am preaching to the Gentiles. But I'm going to magnify my office so that not only the Gentiles will be attracted, but even if you are a Jew somewhere, you'll be looking at what we are doing and you'll be jealous of what we are doing and you'll decide to imitate what we are doing and you decide to copy what we are doing so that I'm doing it so that some more will be saved. Yes, I'm sent to the Gentiles. But I also want some sheep who are Jews. Yes, I've been sent to the back of uh, where? Abuabo. But I also want some of these other things. Oh, I love it. I love it. He said, I'm doing it so that you'll be jealous. So that you imitate. So that you copy. He said, let me tell you the truth. My church, eh? We are bred in this life. Maybe that's why this man is so precious to me. <laughs> we didn't have a place to meet. I remember that. Okay. At a point, I had to take the whole church outside. Hey. The sun will beat us. I remember one Sunday, my iPad almost exploded. Yeah. I left it there. We were, you know, singing. By the time I came back, temperature gauge. I had to put it off and preach without notes. Are you in the house? I'm telling you the truth. Then, we stayed outside for some time. And we were trying to put things together to expand the place. We were not on anybody's list because Charlie, the buildings there, other things were happening. So we were using our small money to try and then Christmas was coming. I'm talking to somebody. Christmas was coming. We said, oh, we have to do our carols night. I remember the reverend said went to go and look for some guy who you are normally we rent lights from him and all that because we couldn't go into the building. Hey, mm. the guy said you I'm coming. We sat down waiting, my sister. We waited, waited, waited. Four o'clock became five. Five o'clock became six. Six o'clock meant meant darkness. Chairs were outside. You see, already we were down because people are doing proper Christmas something. Christmas lights. I mean, and you, so you already you are outside. Number one. Number two, you have no lights. And you are there. Paul said, I magnify my office. I told my father, listen, this is what we have. We're going to do Christmas. Then somebody said, just let's take a look at something. The IT people, these projection people, so we're coming to do something. We decided that we'll use the ceiling. No, the, not the ceiling, the roof. That's our 
board. Oh yeah. And so they threw it there. A night under the stars. Christmas under the stars. Then we turned the few cars we had and their lights reflected on the steps. And then we said we are good to go. We sang our song. We danced our dance. We did our play. We won our souls. Oh, goodness me gracious. Hey! When the pictures came out, there it was on the roof. Christmas under the star. Then the picture was there. Somebody called me, said, My sister, you guys, you are great. Old. You people, you had a cool Sunday. I need to tell him we were just magnifying our office. We were down, but we were not out. We didn't have much, but we decided we'll do the best with what we have. I want to tell somebody to stop crying. Stop crying. Stop what? You don't have any hair. Look for some. Paste it on your head. And if you don't have money to paste some on your head, decide that you are going to the Baba to shave it clean and tell them this is the best style that's available at this time. Find some two big earrings and put them on and add to it a chain as long as your whatever. And move around the town. Tell them that Charlie is... Charlie, magnify your office. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Magnify your office. Why are you sitting down like you don't have anything? God has given. I don't know who I'm ministering to this morning. It's time to stop crying. Tell them the crying is enough. You know, because of the crying, I don't watch Nigerian and Ghanaian movies. I don't watch them. I don't watch them. My brother. <laughs> Scene one. Uh, Scene two. <laughs> Why? <laughs> one day somebody was watching this thing in my house. I heard the crying, crying, crying. I came out. I said, "What is that? What is it? What is it? Put it off and let's move on and do something." Ah, I'm talking to somebody. As I'm talking to somebody. Look. BBC Look, put on the animals, the animals, anything, just put on anything. It's better for you to watch it than this crying thing. Hey, Pastor, you don't know my story. You don't know how I'm bread. Hey. Hey. Don't do what you are doing. No. Don't allow us to start telling you things. Anybody you see standing somewhere has gone through things. So I'm talking to somebody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They have gone through things. So don't, don't, don't make that mistake. Paul could have chosen to lie down and say, you see, they don't like me. They don't like me. Because I am very sure they didn't trust him for a long time. I'm sure that there are some say this man he killed my I'm going to show when he came so I said this is the killer of Stephen he did it he did it he did it but in spite of that Paul said I magnify my office 
turn the thing around. Turn the thing around. Speak to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Ghost, come and be with us here. And I can promise you one thing. When the Holy Ghost turns up, everything changes. I said, everything changes. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said, Hallelujah. Paul is not the only one who. I'll come back to Paul. I'll come back to Paul. But there were many. Hey, you people with the time, Mr. Remo Pocho, Mami, you share time. Hey, I'm leaving hot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at Joseph. Look at Joseph. Brajo. He was a rich man's son. Then his uh, brothers got hold of him. We know the story. They sent him. He became a slave. Potiphar's wife also saw him. He now became a prisoner. He's done a favor to somebody. Remember me. The person never remembered him. And he remained in the jail. Until the day that God allowed Pharaoh to have a certain dream. And then Pharaoh wanted the interpretation of that dream. So that was when the butler remembered, ah, this guy. In fact, the butler even felt by said, oh, my sin be upon me. Yeah, 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 I forgot this guy. But I met somebody in the prison. And he can. Please, can you? Yeah, give me the hair and something. Please, I just need the scissors. I'll just cut my hair so that at least. And let me take a shower. Let me take a bath. What would you have done? What would you have? Some of us. You'd have just said, oh. Thank you. After a ferry, does he not know that we are down there? That's how it is. But you see, even at that point in life, Joseph was magnifying what he had. If I'm only going to appear before Pharaoh once in my life, I'm going to give it a good go. One opportunity. This is my one opportunity. I'm not going to leave it. You know, my brother, I used to move around to go and preach, you see. When I started this work, I was very intimidated because you go to a church, you don't know. Until you get there, you have no idea what you're going to meet or who you're going to meet. You have no idea whether they're going to accept what you're saying and you have no idea whether your word that you are coming with is even relevant, you know. So I used to go with a certain mind that Charlie, oh dear, you're in the Just take your time, you know, and, and just, you know, preach like a lady and just, you know, massage it and just one or two points. Huh. I almost collapsed my own ministry. I almost collapsed. Then one day I said, listen, if I'm coming to you, once, I have one opportunity to talk to you about something concerning God. From my book, I will do everything. I will pour all. I will pour all. I said, I will pour all. Yeah. I pour everything. 
Fear will not help you. Please turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, fear will not help you. Spirit of mouth will not help you. Allow me by the spirit of God to speak to some pastors here. You are a pastor in the house. But every time, unless your father says, do this, then you do this. You don't add anything. What did, you, what did you say I should do? You say I should do this part. I've done this part. I add nothing. Ha, not so with Joseph. Joseph went to see Pharaoh. When he went to see him, Genesis 41 up to verse 32, he has managed to finish interpreting. You said he wants interpretation. I have finished the interpretation, but I came to tell you that I'm a prophet of God. And he said, now Pharaoh, look for a man. When you find that man, tell him that one fifth of everything should be kept and it should be put aside. And then when the years of want come, you will open up. And Pharaoh looked at him and he said, ha, what man am I looking for. Who again am I looking for? Are you not the man? Are you not the one? Is it not you? Please, listen. Remove those clothes. Give him this. Give him that. From today, you are going to sit where I sit. You are going to walk where I walk. I'm the only one higher than you. But from today, you are above everything. Everyone. Everybody. Take over. Take over. Take over. Take over. Pastor, what are you waiting for? They have given you the sheep. When last did you oil your sheep? When last did you prophesy over your sheep? When last did you talk to them? When last did you stir them up unto exploits? When last did you come to your bishop and say, Bishop, in this center I'm in charge of, we're going to do this and that and that. When last? When last? Bishop Atu, I was sitting in my house. You know my sister. My sister is a pastor. She's as quiet as I am noisy. The exact opposite. She's as slim as I am fat. And the only thing we share together maybe is height. And our love of God. That's all. And my sister came to me. She said, I need a Friday. I want us to have a dance outreach. I want us to have a dance outreach. I said, really? Where? She showed me the area. Yeah. I said, what are you going to do? As I was leaving Kumasi on that day, she said, I have a very busy week. I said, what's happening? She said, this week, I'm going door to door. Every door in this area. Every door in this area. I'm going to knock on the door. I'm going to give them a flyer. I said to her, I hear the one preaching. She said, my sister, you know, I can't preach in there. It doesn't flow. But I'm going to do it. And when I'm done, I've spoken to this pastor who can speak the flow in the tree and everything. And I was sitting there on Friday night. I got the report. We had an attendance. What we could count was 230. 84 souls. 84 people gave their life to Christ. A lady, not married. She's in her 50s. She doesn't look it, but she's in her 50s. Doesn't, she has not come to tell us, oh, you see, I don't have a husband, so they'll be looking at me. She too. She decided to magnify. You, you can preach. You are strong. Everything is there. But you are waiting for somebody to tell you. Yes. 
Mess. Please, if you are standing by Pastor Tender, I want to go to camp. I want you to preach to me at the camp. <laughs> hey, the head of the choir, you should have taken your choir to camp. Come and tell your bishop, Bishop, I want us to go to camp. When we go, I'm going to play this part of your message, then I'm going to preach this, then I'm going to preach that. When you bring them back something, but you are waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. I'm telling you today, magnify your office. Magnify it. There are some places where there's one person who is rambled. This is our ministry, is not like that. Mm. Oh, Jesus. First Samuel chapter 40. Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said unto the young man that bare his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. Why didn't he tell his father? Because his father would have said, Sit down. Verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man, that, you see, the scenario was this. There was war between the Philistines and the children of Israel. And, and it had been very difficult for them. And it was as if they were losing. And so Saul and his warriors, they were not so sure what was the next step to take. So they had gone to sit under a tree, a pomegranate tree. And while they were sitting there, Jonathan too was sitting. Then he figured out that Charlie, this place that we are sitting, no? maybe we should start to do something. No? Verse 6. Jonathan said to the young man that bore his armor, notice that he didn't go and take somebody else's soldier, it's his own sheep he had. Come and let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. You see, he said to him, Let's do something. Let's just go up there. Let's go and see what will happen. Amen. Amen. And as they went, there were only two. The Bible says that when they arrived, the Lord just caused 20 people to die. Just like that. And there was chaos among the Philistines. And then those who were sitting down had it. And then they now came and finished up the war. Are you with me? Yeah. They just came and finished the war. Sometimes when God gives you an idea to do, when you do it, then others see that that's the way to go. Am I talking to someone? He does not always start from the top. Sometimes he gives the good idea to somebody else who's working. And then that person comes and says, please, we want to do ABC. And when it is done, we realize that, oh, that's a good thing that's a good idea hallelujah Amen. I am not by this suggesting to you that you should just get up and say sorry, baby. you understand perfectly what I'm saying I'm saying within what has been given to you maximize magnify do something 
Hallelujah. Amen. I remember one day I sent a text to somebody. I said, are you not tired of doing the same thing? Sometimes it's even just a new way of doing an old thing. Hallelujah. My time is almost up, but let me quickly take you through two or three scriptures that show us how or, or, or that could be one of the ways by which Paul came to be who he is. The first one is in Philippians chapter 3. Verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Can you burn it off somehow? And then verse yeah. the economic crime it is, you know, uh, things cannot work. Sure. You are looking at dollar rate. That's why you are not doing anything. Look at God rate. I said, look at God rate. Look at Jesus rate. What did he ask you to do? Do that. Just take what he asked you to do. Oh yeah. Jesus rates. What do you say I should do, Lord? Then you do it. I said, what did you say I should do, Lord? Then you do it. So this my building that was not working. That we were outside. You know the way we build. We gather our money to build. So I went to ask permission. I said that according to what we are doing, they will not reach me and I have a crisis. I have a thousand people who don't have anywhere to sit. Will you allow us to use our part of the I said, oh, Bishop agreed. So go ahead and do it. But I need you to understand that in those days, the offering was almost just coins. <laughs> coins, children's church. <laughs> your, your, your pastor was one of the few people who believed me when I said that I was going to do it. Most people said, no, no, you cannot, you cannot build like that. You cannot build like that. So I got the architects, they drew it, we sent it for approval and all that. Then we started to build the church one pillar at a time. One pillar at a time. I remember when I sent uh, to our, our father, I sent him a text. I said, daddy, we are three over 21. It was 21 pillars. We've done three. And by the grace of God, we just continued putting our pennies together. One of the problems that we had is that the land is, you see, the way some people don't have water, our groundwater is, is real. Oh yeah, I don't know any house. Yeah, I don't know any house that has connected to water and sewage. Because Charlie, we have so much water. Hey, you just put for your money and do. Hey. When I was going there, I didn't even have money to do borehole. No, we just did hand dug something. And it, oh yes, it was like that, and you fetch. One pillar, three pillars, five pillars. I remember the day I had nine men standing inside one. They were trying to do one column. 
The water was coming so fast. Three of them were pumping out the water. Three of them were um, putting out the mud. And the other three were trying to do what they needed to do down there. But I'm happy to tell somebody that gradually we finished the 21. Oh, yes. When I got to the last... Was it the last four or five? I called your pastor. I said, my brother, look, I need you to come and raise some money for me. Because I need to close the hole. We have finished the pillars. We don't have money to close the hole. And I can see the foundation of the old building. Please, I need help. And he came to help me. And we closed it. When you come to visit us, you would see only some few spindly iron rods. But by the grace of God, we did the ground beam. Then we began. Then we slapped it. <laughs> Are you there? Uh, so you see, you can see the old church. Unfortunately, the canopies have... Allow me to show you something. Hey, shh. Can you see that the building extends? Uh-huh. So that's the extension there. Yes. Yes. It's a slab because we'll go up for offices. But what I wanted to say to you is that... Small, small. Yeah. And we finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We finished. Push your neighbor tell somebody we finished. Don't say that it is impossible. I thought we sang the song at the beginning. Nothing is impossible. Yeah. We did that. So now we are believing. We'll move up. We'll move up. We'll move up. We'll finish. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul says, I've forgotten what is in the past. I've forgotten. Many things in your past will stop you in your tracks. If you remember the way there was a major convention and you bent the song, you will not sing again. Mm. If you remember when they invited you to preach somewhere and your message did not fly, you will never preach again. If you remember your in-laws were coming on a visit to say you're coming to cook the food and it didn't work and go You say that I will not invite any again. But Paul said forgetting those things that forget it forget it forget it Paul decided to forget because I need you to understand that if he had remembered he could never have preached have you remembered when you tried to share the gospel after sinning just as you are about to share the gospel no then some picture be Oh, then let me just brought up all your words. You say, Oh, dear, it's why. I am sure Paul had pictures of the massacres he had caused in the churches. I'm sure he had pictures of how he had caused Stephen to die. But he's the same man when God called him. He said, Forget, forgetting those things that lie behind. But not only. Your failures. Your victories too. If you don't forget your victories in a way. You become proud and complacent. That's why many of our businesses don't work. When you were the hairdresser and your shop was small, you were there. Every day you were there. 
you were the best hairdresser people knew. But as the thing began to be established, as major people began to be there, the victory began to get to you. Now you cannot get to the saloon anymore. You don't go on Monday. You don't go on Tuesday. On Wednesday, you pass through for an hour. On Thursday, you go for two hours. Friday, if they are lucky, they'll see you from two to six. Saturday, not at all. And all of a sudden, the business starts coming down. What has happened to you? Your victory has become your downfall. And that's why Paul said, forget forgetting those things that lie behind. This was a man who had done major things for the Lord when he came. So I have forgotten it. I have forgotten. I have forgotten. Hey, healing Jesus' mission. You have done major things. Oh. You are very wild, church. I tell you. You've done many things and you have survived through many waters. And you have come here. And now the Lord has built for you a castle. He's built for you a beautiful thing. You have dedicated it to the Lord. You are enjoying your services, but the time has come for you to say, Forget those things that lie behind. Thank you for what you've given to us, Lord. Thank you that we have peace on all sides. Now is now time to take the city. I say it's now time to take the city. Who has confined you to the Spintex Road? Who has confined you to a few places around? Who says? Who said? Who said? Who said? Who said? Who said? I'm waiting for people to come from Kaswa to this place. I'm waiting for people to come from Mankesim to this place. I'm waiting for people to come from beyond Dawenya. Oh, you know, Bishop Sam is on the way. Is that the way? And so what? Bishop Sam on the way. Ash, Charlie. A time must come when the people must be coming from everywhere. Pram Pram is inside. The mountains are inside. I'm talking to some people today. People are able to leave Koforidwa to go to work in Accra. I don't see why they can't leave Koforidwa to come to church in the Healing Jesus Mission on the Spintex Road. I don't know why they cannot come. Maybe the only reason why they cannot come is that you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You see, if you, if you, otherwise, eh, when you remember, you see, now you are in an air conditioned hall. If you don't take care, if you don't forget your AC, you need to go out there again. I said, you need to go out there again. Yeah, you need to go out there again. You need to say, Pastor, Bishop, please, uh, the, the meeting that starts at 10 30, please, can you have another service for us starting around 2 3 so that we can come? Because where we are coming from, and that's another service. And another service. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let me try and finish. Paul says, after forgetting those things that are behind there, he says, I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling. You are doing a lot of things in life to survive, but I have come to tell you that it is what you are doing for the Lord that is your number one. That is the high calling. Everything else will leave it here. Except that one. Hey, ask your neighbor. 
Ask your neighbor, where the, the price? When we get there, what will you have? The are you going to be listening, sitting, living in a, 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 a suchum, a madhouse? Why do you have a mansion up there? And please don't tell me I'm not a pastor. There's nothing about that there. <laughs> Just be a Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Let me finish quickly. Paul prayed in private more than anyone. In private, he prayed. In public, he taught. I said, in private, he prayed. How do we know? 1 Corinthians 14, verse 18 and 19. I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than ye all. Is that not prayer? How do we know it was private prayer? He goes on to say, yet in the church, I had rather speak five words with my understanding that my voice my, that my that by my voice I might teach others also than ten thousand words in an unknown tongue. In private, I pray. In public, I teach. In private, I pray. In public, I preach. How much prayer are you doing? I was asking the first service. I said, you wake up on the Spintex Road at 5 a.m. I mean, you get on into your, your transport or whatever, or your car. And then you start driving to work. An hour, an hour and a half. Charlie, prayer time. Prayer time. Prayer in tongues. Oh, yes. It's a private prayer. Private prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he was also apt to teach. This man, he was so concentrated on teaching that even when they put him in jail, he was We read it today as scripture. But it was letters. Letters to the Galatians. Letter to the Ephesians. Letter to the Philippians. Letter to the Colossians. First Thessalonians is a letter. Second, Second Thessalonians is a letter. First Timothy is a letter. Second Timothy is a letter. Titus is a letter. Romans is a letter. Hebrews is a letter. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Philemon is a letter. Where are your letters? Hey. It's just a question. I was wondering the other day what Paul would have done if he had lived in our time with all the witty inventions. Do you know what I'm calling the witty inventions? WhatsApp, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Telegram. I wonder what Paul would have done. You there, you have yours and you are just using it to take pictures. I'm asking you. You know, in my church, we began to share some video be that we laughed about. But I traced that video because the person uh, puzzled me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They were, the children were laughing. <laughs> and... They, <laughs> 
I asked them, ah, who is the lady? And then they showed me the picture of a lady. A mature lady. You know, normally those who are joking are children. But it was this lady. Things are getting worse and worse. So one day I decided that let me see what else this woman has. You know, I'd only seen that particular video. Do you know that when I looked at her videos, 50% of them she was joking. 50% she was preaching. Yeah. That's also what she can do. I don't know who she is. I don't know. That... 200,000. You, how many people? Your WhatsApp page named Nipa 20. Oh, I'm telling you, if she's gone over the 200,000, then it's please check it. How many of the people that she has following her? Wessa and Wessa. Kiddibobs and Kiddibobs. Yes, yes, But it's her work that she's doing now. I suddenly saw video proper preaching of gospel. Oh yes. Oh yes. And I said, me that I'm laughing. Do I have this how many hundred thousand? It means as she takes her one message and sends it. Two hundred thousand people have listened. Paul would have done you. You are busy saying that. Hey, please me. I was born before technology. I'm not able to. You see these kind of things the devil made them. I'll beat you. I'll beat you. I'll beat you. You have left it for him. You have left it for him. Hey. Until recently, I had stayed only on Facebook. Recently, I said that TikTok and Snapchat, I will use them. They are striving with me. Me, Husuo. I put some flyer B on TikTok. Then my children called me that, but mommy, there is some worldly song on it. I said, me, I've not put any song on the thing. I said, no, I'm going back. Who do you train? Train. Because I have to magnify my ministry. And, and you see, I went there because I said, look, my children, are, they, they, they are on it all. Hey. They don't go. Listen, if you are using Facebook, you are not reaching children between the ages of 25 down. You are sending WhatsApp. They don't go there. It takes them three days to see the message. Mm. TikTok is for those who are sober. But if you have those who are not sober, it's Snapchat. Because everything they put there will disappear in 24 hours. So, the half-naked pictures are there. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> do you want to magnify your ministry or not? Which one do you like? I'm happy to announce to you Bishop Dag is on TikTok. Bishop Dag is on Snapchat. Bishop Dag is on he's on all of them. Twitter, Instagram, you name it, he's there. Yeah. That per chance you'll get one soul. One additional soul. One additional soul. What about you? Now <laughs> Some of you, you don't even know where your phone is. <laughs> Please ask your neighbor, can you learn new things? Can you learn new things? 
Those of you at the back, can you learn new things? You see, I'm seeing a lot of young people sitting here. You have to catch them to come and do it for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, Young people, will you not help us to do some? Hey, don't you want to see? Oh, yeah. You see the people who sing, then you just cut part and you put something, then streak it. It's called a streak. <laughs> or say, instead of helping me, you are standing sitting here laughing at me. I will not mind you. I will not mind you at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Magnify your ministry. Some of you, your business is not doing well because it should have been on 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 social media. Yeah, it should have been there. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. It should have been there. I know young people who don't even own shops. That's where they are. And they earn enough to pay their fees. It's about time. It's about time. I want you to magnify your life. Magnify your ministry. Paul said so that the Jews will see. My aim is that every Gentile who's watching me should feel jealous and want to do something. Oh yeah. But you, when you see the church and you see how we're happy, say that I want to go there and I want to be inside some. So if you see us making a lot of noise, that's why we make our noise. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. When you see the rappers in the chair, that's why they rap. So that, oh, it's true. And it works. Last semester, one of these, uh, what do you call them? These people who, she the jama. No, no, no. These uh, Katanga people. Oh, the guy got born again. Oh, yes. He has been on the stage several times rapping for Jesus. If the rappers had not been there, who would have brought him? Please, these are my church members. You can ask them whether I'm telling lies or what I'm saying is true. Am I lying? You have seen. If he had not, if there was no rapper in the church, what would we go and say to this boy? You see, I really love the singing this morning. But I can tell you that that singing doesn't work on those guys I'm talking to somebody magnify your ministry magnify your ministry my brother I started a Saturday evening church service when I started it was actually because I needed space I wanted to move some people not knowing that there was a whole group of people they can't wake up in the morning hey their pastor she goes to Winslow's day those who uh, on the shisha, on the weed, on the drink. Eh, they come to check. There are about 50 of them. The service is now about 130, 140. 50 of them are these kind of people. Please, when they finish coming to church and singing, they go clubbing. Do you understand what I said? They go, they go clubbing. There's still work to be done. Yes. But at least they are in church. They are in church. If there was no Saturday service, they wouldn't be there. They are in church. You too, something. Oh. Something. 
magnify your ministry. Today, I want you to take a step. One step to do something that you needed to do. Somebody you have been saying, oh, I will put myself on the page, on this page, I'll do Take a step to do it today. Take a step to do it today. Yeah. Take a step to do it today. You're saying, oh, I'm going to do some advertisement. Take a step to do it today. I'm going to do something. I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to begin to pray. Begin to pray for yourself this morning. Begin to pray this morning. Begin to pray this morning. Lift up your voice and begin to pray this morning. Just begin to pray this morning. Begin to pray. And as you're praying, I expect the Lord to speak to you. I expect him to give you a fresh idea. I expect him to give you a new way to do something old. Expect him to give you something that will expand what you are doing and move you ahead. You have a cell, you have a center, expect him to say something to you that will breathe new life into that. You are in a basanto ministry in the church, expect him to say something to you. You are in the church and you have stayed in the past. And that's why you haven't done more. But today, but today you are forgetting those things that lie behind. You are forgetting those things that lie behind. You are pressing forth. You are pressing forth. You are pressing forth. You are pressing ahead. Oh, yes. Somebody, you've got to let go so that healing will come. Healing will come so that you can move ahead. Let go of the past. Someone heard you, but it's time to let go. Talk to the Lord. 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 Talk to the Lord this afternoon. Holy Spirit give you a new idea. Let it put something in your mind this afternoon. Ah, a new way. Something new, something fresh. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Take it in your kidneys. Oh, yeah. 
like a confession and you want to say you are awesome in my life You need to take one step this afternoon. If you are here this afternoon and you need Jesus, just lift up your right hand where you are standing. Oh yes, maybe you have been in church even often. But you need to take a step to come closer. That's where it begins. That's where it begins. If you have lifted up your hand, please. I just want to invite you to come to me. Please, just come. We're going to pray together. And so now it's not like it used to be. I want you to take you a, a step too. Take a step to come back. Take a step back. Step out of where you are. They're just going to sing the verse just once and then you will pray together. Just step forth and come as a sign of a, a fresh start. Come. Just come. this afternoon you are standing in front here come let us pray pray this, these prayers after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus, as I take a step towards you today, I pray that you'll be magnified in my life, in Jesus' name. Father, I lift up each one standing before you today. I pray, Lord, that you will lift them as they've taken a step towards you. I pray that you'll meet them and lift them and bless them. May they always be glad that they came forward this afternoon. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 
believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.